hello, 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 hello again. Well, it's great to see you, or should I say to talk to you again, and um, just to be able to, to come back to you on the, on the Teasel podcast. Did you enjoy the last session we had on uh, the theory of everything? Well, I'm believing that today you're surely going to enjoy um, what the Holy Spirit has inspired in my mind to share with you. I, I believe that it's going to bless you. You know, recently, um, I've been thinking about it. About what is it with growing up? What is it with growing? Like growing, growing anything. You know, what is it with growing a church? I mean, because I'm a preacher. What is it with growing a career? Because um, preaching is also a career, you know, and then your career, whatever that may be. What is it with, you know, growing a business? What is it with growing up, just growing in life? I kind of had an, an experience um, with a very close friend of mine. It, it was it was it was quite uh, an an emotional one for us all. You know, they just had a beautiful baby boy, and um, something happened recently to the baby. You know, he was suddenly diagnosed with jaundice, but he was he was he's normal, but he was diagnosed with jaundice, and then. Things became a bit more complicated. The baby had to leave in the hospital for a while. And then uh, suddenly they had to do a blood transfusion. Like they had to change the baby's blood. And so the doctors said they had to uh, drain the baby's blood and then put in fresh blood into the baby and all that. And I was just thinking to myself, what is wrong with growing? Like, you know, the baby is born normal. But then suddenly... You know, he has this tremendous thing, you know, that he has to overcome just to become a boy from being a baby and then to become a youth or a teenager or an adolescent. Yeah, an adolescent. And then he has to grow to become a teenager and has to grow to become, you know, a youth and has to grow to become a man and has to grow to become an old man. (laughs) You know, you know, so thank God that the boy you know, has overcome that phase of life. Thank God. I mean, we're, we're so emotional and so happy about seeing our baby boy, um, you know, our friend's baby, who's our baby, you know, kind of come out of that tough situation. It was such an emotional one for all of us. Thank God for that. Yeah. Thanks. So, but what is it with growing? Now, so let's, let's just begin there. I want to talk to you today about growing, you know, a very great, you know, mentor of mine said that it takes intelligence to observe the obvious. Now, whatever is alive will grow. And anytime growth takes place, barriers to growth will be present. You, you, you get what I'm saying? Anytime growth takes place, there would be barriers to growth. There would always be barriers. There will always be impediments to growth. Always, it's it's something you cannot avoid. Uh, you know, just like like weeds will stop growth in the garden, you know, or or germs or disease will hinder growth in the human body. That that's how there will be barriers to stop things from growing, whether it's churches, whether it's businesses, whatever it is. So it's like uh, <laughs> you know, growth and barriers go together like any combination of meals that go together wherever you come from. You know, it could be uh, tea, bread, uh, uh, I don't know, you know, bacon and eggs. It could be curry and soup, <laughs> you know. It could be, uh, I don't know, whatever it is that goes together wherever you come from. It could be socks and shoes for those who wear socks and shoes, you know. Uh, it, 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 it could just be any of those things. It could just be all those things that come together, you know, and I deemed to be inseparable. That's just how, you know, um, I would say growth and hindrances go together. Barriers to growing go together. So, if you want to understand growth, you must really deeply understand the barriers that 
you know, go together with growing. Growth is really dynamic, I tell you. I mean, think about it, how dynamic growth is. That means that it's so many-sided that you've got to understand the barriers that come with growing up, that come with growing in life. And that's what I think I'd like to share with you today. And um, I believe that as we share this today, it's going to really help every single person, especially me. I think especially me. You know, I want to talk about something that means so much to me. And I hope that it's going to mean so much to you as well. Okay? Yeah. You know, so life is, is a gift of God to the farmer who grows crops. Life is actually a gift of God to parents who raise a baby. You know, life is a gift to pastors who lead a church. Life is a gift to businessmen who own businesses. Life is a gift to people who have careers, to career people. You know, life is a gift to students because they got to go to school. They got to grow. They got to grow. We all experience growing in different ways. In different ways. But what is this thing with growing? So while I was just thinking about this baby and I was just looking about at um, reflecting on all that this baby had to go through that he didn't deserve, that he didn't ask for, that the parents did not see coming. You know, that none of us thought was going to be, you know, the case. We all just wanted a very happy, you know, thing and By the grace of God, we thank God that it was happy and it is happy, you know, at the end of the day. You know, but I want you to realize how that it it just began to fix something deep inside of my heart. A realization that if there is growth, there is naturally going to be barriers. You know, yellow fever or jaundice was the child's first challenge to growing up as a baby. To growing up from being a baby into becoming whatever he was meant to be. And then after he experienced that, you know, he experienced other problems, other challenges to growing. And I realized that that's how it is when things have to grow. I want to think today about the life of Jesus. And we're going to be so practical. I want to think today about the life of Jesus Christ. And how that Jesus... I mean, think about it. Jesus, just for being born, in fact, just for being spoken about from the day that our Lord was actually prophesied about, there were so many hindrances to growing. The hindrances to growing were, the hindrances to growing were so much that Jesus needed to overcome those things every single step of the way. I mean, from the day he was born, according to the book of Luke, in fact, according to the gospel, the Bible actually tells us that there was first a big celebration in the heavens. Then when it came to the earth, there wasn't much of a celebration, you know. So these um, astrologers discovered that someone who was a king was born by observing the stars. And then they went to a king to ask, wait, we've seen that there's a great king that's going to be born and... We would like to come together to say hello to this king, to give him our worship, you know, to just do some honor to him. And from that day, Herod decided that there could be no king other than Herod and his family. And he decided that he was going to destroy every single person who was within a certain age. And you know, Herod was so serious about it. The Bible says that an angel appeared to Joseph in the night and said to him, leave this place and go to Egypt. Look at that first barrier to growing. That first barrier to growing. So, if you want to understand growth, then I think that you have to understand the barriers to growing. The things that are just naturally present, not because of you. And here's one of the things that I think that a lot of times... We do not really understand. We make a big mystery out of. And, I, and what I believe we make a big mystery out of is why 
There are so many challenges to your growth. You see, the challenges are not there because of you. The challenges to your growth are not there because of you. The challenges to your growth are at that level where you are growing up into. I would like to explain it like this. In the book of Matthew, chapter 17, our Lord Jesus gives an example. Or I think I would rather use Mark chapter 4. In Mark chapter 4, Jesus gives the parable of a growing seed. And in that parable, he says something so dynamic and so amazing. He says that a farmer took some seed and he scattered it. He said the first seed fell by the wayside. And the moment he talks about the fact that it fell by the wayside, remember that the wayside still was soil. It was just the wayside, but it was, let's just call it the wayside soil. huh? <laughs> let's just call it the wayside soil, shall we? So it fell by the wayside and um, Jesus said that immediately the beds of the air and the sun with a barrier to that seed. Nothing was wrong with the seed. Nothing was wrong with the seed. In fact, if I may say, nothing was wrong with the ground. But it was just where the ground was located that was the barrier. First, it was by the wayside. It wasn't in a protected area. So birds of the air came to eat the seed. Right? And then the sun scorched it and burnt the other seed. You see? Jesus immediately starts talking about growth. By first explaining that there are barriers to growing. And if you look carefully, I mean, I like video games. I don't know. Do you like video games? Well, even if you don't like video games, I would guess that you've probably played video games. Right. So if you've ever played any, let's go with probably the most basic. Um, let's go with a smartphone video game, right? Let's go with something like um, Candy Crush. <laughs> now, if you ever played Candy Crush, uh, yeah you would realize something that as the levels go higher in the game, the challenges go higher. Like we go from level one. Level one is so easy, you could have an easy three star. You go to level two. By the time you're at level 100, level 500, level 600, level 700, what you experienced in level one is never what you experienced in level 500. The challenge was not customized for you. It wasn't, they didn't say, wow, he's so good at playing, let's invent a challenge for him. No, that's not how challenges work. The challenges are already at that boss level. They're already at that position where you're going. They are there. They are there already. They're already customized for that level. You get it? Yes, you do. Amen. That's wonderful. And because they're already customized for that level, when you come into that place, you meet them there already waiting. You meet them there already waiting. And everybody before you, everybody before you experienced the same thing. It might be in different ways, but it was exactly the same thing. God's word teaches us that there is no challenge that has come your way that is new to anybody. So, um, Solomon said there is nothing new under the sun. So the thing with growing is that it comes with the package of barriers. It just comes with a package of barriers. It comes with a package of barriers. It doesn't matter what side of grace you live on. It doesn't matter what side of revelation that you experience. You will have the package of barriers. Jesus Christ said it like this to his disciples. He said, 
the servant cannot be greater than the master. Oh, hallelujah. I love that one. Amen. Amen. The servant cannot be greater than the master. He said, if they persecuted me, they will persecute you. In other words, if I have had challenges, you surely have some too. If I had a cross, you surely meet a cross. If I had a challenge here and there, if people were trying to kill me, they'll try to kill you too. It's not because of you. It's because of me. That's what Jesus said. On account of me. It wasn't because of them. It wasn't because of Peter that they tried to kill Peter. It was because of Jesus they tried to kill Peter. Peter wasn't in prison because his name was Peter. Or that his name was changed from Cephas to Peter. Peter was in prison because Peter was Peter. Because Peter, rather, was a follower of the Lord Jesus Christ. Just on account of Jesus, Peter had experienced these unique challenges. Now, I want to explain something to you because, you see, as you live every day, you begin to understand that, you know, the clock, the time, time doesn't cease, does it? It doesn't cease. It seems like time keeps moving on, irrespective of who you are, irrespective of what you've done, irrespective of how special you are, irrespective of how special what you've done is. Time keeps clicking. It keeps moving forward. Doesn't it? Yeah, listen to the clock. It keeps moving, doesn't it? It never stops. Every day that you live in this world, you'll experience time moving. You'll experience the bells climbing on you. You'll experience your life going in a direction that time can push it toward or not. It never waits for you. It keeps moving forward. Time doesn't grow. Time just keeps going. Time keeps moving. It's not advancing because of you. Time is moving because that's what it was made for. It was made to move. Now, I want you to understand what I'm trying to tell you about life. I'm trying to tell you that as long as you live in this world, you will always experience barriers to growing. And you must understand how to grow. Here's the challenge that we experience every time that we meet growing up. The major challenge that we experience with growing up is this. Is, I'll show it to you in the book of Luke. In the book of Luke, chapter 2 and verse 40. Um, the most popular translation of the Bible, which is the King James. It says that Jesus, the child. He grew and waxed strong in spirit, filled with wisdom, and the grace of God was upon him. Now, I want to I read it to you in another um, translation that I think you're going to love. It's going to make it a bit clearer for you. Look what it says. In the Easy English translation, it says, There the child grew. God was good and kind to him. And God made him strong. He could then understand many things. Now think about it. If God made the child strong so that he could understand many things, where do you think God made him strong? In wisdom, that is, in his mind. And one of the things that happens to us as believers, as people, who exist in the world is that we only grew having dreams but we did not grow understanding many things soak that in a bit we only grew 
having dreams, but we did not understand growing, you know, growing up to know many things. A very great example of this is, as we grow up and get older, one thing that you begin to feel is that those people whom used to be seemingly always there for you, it looks like they're not there for you anymore. No, it's not that they're not there for you, but you don't understand many things. That the responsibility of growth means that the more you grow, the more you grow, the more responsible you become for yourself. And when you don't understand that, you start saying, oh, these grown-ups. I've heard many people say, my uncle and my aunt, my family is wicked. They don't care about me. Well, they do. That's why they're letting you grow up. If they didn't care about you, they wouldn't let you grow up. But as you grow up, the first thing every adult knows is that they cannot be deeply involved in your life. I've seen people who look for the care that you're probably looking for. And then other people have that care. And then they say, oh, my family is too involved in my life. You know, they're too there. They micromanage me. Nobody wants to micromanage nobody. People are finding it difficult dealing with themselves as is. <laughs> you understand what I'm saying? People find it difficult dealing with themselves and their own challenges. And then you think that someone just wakes up and wants to micromanage you? No, you're wrong. That's not how it works. It's growing up. The more you grow the more you come to understand that people care, but the terms of caring change. The more you grow, the more you understand about the world. The more you understand that the world is a place that presents you with barriers to help you grow. The more you grow, the more you understand how the mind of people works. And how your own mind works. And how your weaknesses can be an impediment to your future. Jesus Christ grew. And developed in wisdom. He understood many things. I once read a book that changed a lot of things. I think the title of that book was... um, it was by, I think I took that book from my mom. <laughs> I, I kind of stole the book from my mom. Sorry, mom. <laughs> you know, so, uh, uh, the title of that book was uh, How to Get from Where You Are to Where You Want to Be by a man called Jack Canfield. And um, Jack Canfield said something that thrilled me. He said, In one of the pages of the book, it's a big book really. In one of the pages of the book, he said, Seek first to understand and then to be understood. So here's the reverse case. We try to first be understood. That's happened to me a lot. I want everybody else to understand what I'm trying to do. And how important what I'm trying to do is. No, but it doesn't work like that. It doesn't work like that. Understand first. And then you will see clearly. And you will perceive clearly. Where you are going. And how to get there. Seek first. To understand. And then to be understood. You keep thinking that money is your problem. Seek first to understand money. And then you will understand how to get there. Oh, I'm going to be a great business person. Seek first to understand and then to be understood. You know, thinking about it now, I remember. When I had just, um, I grew up being a leader in uh, almost every sphere, you know, especially when it was, when it came to the matters of church, you know, I've been a leader at 
the highest levels all through almost all my life from when I was a teen, you know, like from the year 2007. And I led and led and led and led and led. And by the time I got into the university, I, you know, I was made a leader instantly uh, at a a campus level. And then I was invited to preach in so many places. I traveled, um, had a lot of experience both within and outside of my nation. And then something, um, I was moved. And I said, you know what? I started a, a church, you know, a fellowship. And then... The fellowship was growing and it was growing into its hundreds. And suddenly, one day, it it looked like things began to decline. From going upward, I was in a beautiful relationship at that time. I mean, now I'm married. But, you know, at that time I was in a relationship with someone else. And um, the relationship was broken. I I had a team of friends, some of whom left me at that time. you know, it, it just looked like my life began to go on a steady decline. And then my ministry began to go from what it was to what it wasn't meant to be. Like what I couldn't imagine that it would have been. You know, from growing into the hundreds, it went into the units. And then it was declining so badly. And I couldn't just figure out what, was the, what the problem really was. I couldn't understand it. It was at that time of my life that I realized the power of understanding first. You know, I believe that this is one of the challenges to growth. And because of a lack of understanding, you lack focus. I lacked that focus as well. I lacked that sense of permanence in focus. I would start a lot of things, you know, and um, uh, just quickly move on to the next thing, and just quickly move on to the next thing, and then I'll just quickly move on to the next thing, without taking time to build, without taking time to grow. Soon enough, a false momentum stops. It just stops, like, it just, it just stops. And then things have to start going back to the way it's supposed to be. That was the problem. The problem was, while I was growing, I did not understand the barriers to growing. So I did not know how to maintain a momentum. I did not know how to maintain what God gave me. I was on a high-speed, you know, line. But I didn't know how to maintain anything. You know, you can actually learn how to drive from playing games. Really, yeah, actually, you can learn how to drive a car from playing games. You can even learn how to fly a plane from playing games. But here's one of the things. You will crash, though, eventually. Just before a moment. Because no game can ever simulate real life. To its exactness. You can't. You can try as hard as you may. You know there's one. Soldier. Whom I spoke to from. Uh, from the United States. And he said something to me. That, that, that touched me deeply. He said that. You will never. Be trained enough. For warfare. No matter how. You were trained at the, you know, the boot camps, no matter how you are trained at the simulation centers, you will never, your training will never be complete, you see, because it's so different. So you are trained just to let your body Get used to responding accurately or to responding by reflex to conditions. But you must also learn to expect the unexpected. Your body must learn to respond accurately. But you must learn to expect the unexpected. Amen. That's just amazing. So, if you don't understand these things, You will think that there's a problem with you. 
you will think that the devil is giving a premium to you. It's, it's giving you maximum attention because of how great your destiny is. And uh, oh, you are such a really great person with a great future. So the devil's making sure that you become nothing. I just got to tell you, there is nobody who lives on earth that doesn't have a great future. Nobody, absolutely nobody. There's nobody. The insane person you see, the dead person you see, that crippled person you see, everybody is destined for greatness. Hallelujah. Everybody is destined for greatness. Everybody is meant to be something more than they are. Whatever that thing is. It's not about you. But where you are going, there's already stuff right there. I want to read to you a portion of scripture that I believe is going to bless your life. In the book of Deuteronomy chapter 7. The Bible shows us something very clearly. And I'm going to read it to you from uh, the Easy English Version. Right? Okay, uh, I think I'm going to begin. Can you kindly join me there? Kindly open your Bible with me. It's a book of Deuteronomy, chapter 7. Right, now let's go. Um, I think we should read to... Uh, let's, let's start at verse 14, right? Let's start at verse 14. Okay. So... Verse 14 says, God will make you greater. I'm reading from the easy English version, right? God will make you greater than anyone else on the earth. You will all have children and none of your animals will be without young animals. Amen. The Lord will give you good health. He will not send to you any of the bad illnesses from Egypt that you knew about. He will send these illnesses to people who hate you. Amen. You must kill the people in every nation the Lord your God gives to you. Do not be kind to them and do not obey their gods. They will only make you rebel against your God. I want to show you something in the 16th verse. I want to show you something right there. The enemies that were in, you know, that they were going to, kill or they were going to have to defeat those enemies were already there before they received the promise of God he said you must kill them he didn't say that now that I've made this promise to you the enemy is going to is going to come against you no they were already there God mentioned that they were already there I want to show you the 17th verse he said perhaps you will say to each to each other The people in these nations are stronger than we are. We cannot send them away. He said, you're going to say that. He said, but do not be afraid of them. You must remember what the Lord your God did to Pharaoh and to all the people from Egypt. You saw it with all your own eyes. You saw the great troubles, the strange and powerful things that happened there. You saw the Lord your God bring you out with great authority. He will do this again. Oh, glory. I want to say this to you. He will do it again. Hallelujah. He will do it again. <laughs> Praise the Lord. Right. Then it says, Also, the Lord your God will send cruel insects among these people. Even those people who hide from you will die. Verse 21. Do not let anyone frighten you. So one of those hindrances that you're going to meet is intimidation. Do not let nobody frighten you. The Lord your God is among you. He is a great and powerful God. Wow. Bless God. I specifically want you to look at the 22nd verse. He says, the Lord your God will send away the people from these nations, from those nations, one at a time. 
They were already there. He says he will not let you kill them immediately. Look at that. Look at that. If he did that, wild animals would soon fill the country around you. Because of the stink, the carcass, the dead bodies. Look at that. You can have instant victory. You will have victory in steps. You will have progressive victory. That means that you will have progressive challenges. It's going to be from one level of challenge to another level of barrier. You see, it wasn't about the Israelites. It was about where they were headed. It was that where they were headed, the place that was promised them was already inhabited by the aliens, by the enemies, by those who were destined to be enemies against them. By their own choice. Think about it. Is it really about you? Is it really about the country you were born into? Is it really about the times you were born into? Is it really about the relationship that got broken? Is it really about the marriage that didn't work? Is it about the fact that your family, your parents didn't have some money? You were born without a silver spoon? Is it really about your health? What is it really about? It's just barriers to growing. They're not there because of you. They are there because of the height that you look forward to. They are that height. You know, I, I once read about Mount Everest. And I, I, I read that the way you know you are getting to the summit is by the bodies you see as you climb higher on Everest. That those are the markers. The markers on Everest, they're not they're the bodies. You see a lot of dead bodies, frozen. The, the higher you go, the more the bodies you see. And then you know that you're going higher. The bodies didn't drop because you were going higher. The bodies were already there at that level. Because the higher you go, the colder it gets. The cold didn't say, ha, ah, he's coming. Let's get cold. No, the cold was already there. Do you understand me? The cold was already there. Hallelujah. Let's just clap our hands for Jesus. That's what it is with growing. Growing and challenges and barriers to growing are just two sides of the same coin. There's nothing wrong with you other than the fact that you think that you're so special that the challenge is customized to you. I always hear people make this mistake. And one of the mistakes that I hear people make is they say, you don't understand what I'm going through. <laughs> you make me laugh. Nobody understands me. <laughs> That's the joke of the year. No one understands you. No one understands what you're going through. Who told you? Nah, who told you? Who told you no one understands? What have you really been through? It's not there because of you. It is there because that's where you got. The challenge was at that level. It's not there because of you. It's not personal. It doesn't have your name written on it. It is there for that level of growth that you are experiencing at that time of your life. Listen. There is no one, I'll be candid with you, there is no one who hasn't been through what you're going through, who was headed somewhere in life. There's no one like that. There's just no one like that. There's no one who hasn't struggled like you're struggling and was headed somewhere in life. 
No, there's no one. Growth and barriers to growing are as natural as the sun and the moon. You have to understand. You have to understand. Christ Jesus, our Lord, said in the book of Jude, in the book of uh, John, He said, "In this world, you will have troubles, but cheer up! I've overcome the world." In other words, just for existing, there's gonna be barriers to growing, to growing up in Christ. There's gonna be barriers. Some of these barriers to growing up in Christ could just simply be waking up and having your quiet time. As simple as that is, it's a massive challenge. It could be maintaining constant times of prayer. It could be living a life free of worry. A life free of materialism. It could be living a life free of condemnation. I mean, I've experienced all these things. It's the good fight of faith. Jesus Christ our Lord said in the book of Matthew, verse 23 and verse 24, chapter 7. He said that the man who hears my words and does them will be likened to a wise man who built his house on the rock. And the storm came. And the wind blew. But the house wasn't destroyed. Because the house was built on the rock. And the man who hears my words and doesn't do them. Is like a man who built his house on sand. And the storm came. And the wind came. Think about this. And his house was destroyed. Because he didn't build his house on a rock. Think about that. It didn't have anything to do with the person. It didn't have anything to do with the building materials. It didn't also have anything to do with the foundation he built on. The storm would come whether he built on the right place or whether he built on the wrong place. The winds would come whether you built or we built on the right place. Foundation or on the wrong foundation. That's just it. That's it. That's it. God bless you. The challenges to growing are present, not because of you. They are present because of that level that you've attained. You've not arrived yet, but you've left where you were. Amen. And now you are at that new place. You're experiencing these new challenges at that summit that you've arrived. Now you gotta keep moving forward. You gotta keep moving forward. As a pastor, I know what it means to grow. One of the major challenges that a pastor will always have, right? It will always be Growing financially. One of the challenges it would be growing numerically. Growing spiritually. Because as you go forward, as you go upward, it's going to be challenging. I don't see the barriers as a curse. I failed before several times. You know, I, I failed several times. I've made several huge mistakes. But I've learned to seek first to understand before being understood. So what is God really saying to you today? You're going to grow. You're going to grow because of those challenges. I want you to hear what the book of Psalm chapter 23 says. It says the Lord is my shepherd. I shall not want. He makes me lighter than green pastures. He restored my soul. He leads me in the part of righteousness. For his name's sake. Yea though I walk to the valley of the shadow of death. I will fear no evil. For thou art with me. Thy rod and thy staff. They comfort me. 
Thou preparest a table before me in the presence of my enemies. Look at that. He leads me in the path of righteousness for his name's sake. And hear what he calls the path of righteousness. Walking through the valley of the shadow of death. He says, though I walk to the valley of the shadow of death, I will not be afraid. Because you are with me. That's where you are leading me. That's the path of righteousness. The valley of the shadow of death without fear. Receive freedom from fear in the name of Jesus Christ. Receive freedom from fear in the name of Jesus Christ. Receive freedom from fear. The Lord is leading you through that barrier for His glory. You don't need no motivational speakers to help you. The Bible says the Lord is my helper. Hebrews chapter 13. It says He has said, I will not leave you nor forsake you. So that we may say the Lord is my helper. You don't need. You don't need that. You don't need no motivational speeches. You don't need extra teachings or nothing else. The Lord is with you. That is the path of righteousness. Then he goes on and he says, Thou preparest a table before me in the presence of my enemies. And that's where the anointing comes upon us. There is the anointing that is within you. That's for ministering to the Lord. But there is the anointing that comes upon you. That's for a life of victory. That's for a life of accomplishing all that God has called you to accomplish. You are anointed. Most anointed. You will experience the most of the power of God. The victory of Christ's redemption for you and for me. In the presence of those barriers. Don't wish them to go away. Have a meal in front of them. Hallelujah. Don't wish them to disappear. Feast in the midst of them. Praise God. That's the thing with growing. You'll experience all kinds. Spiritual barriers. And physical barriers. But I want you to know. That that is God's path of righteousness. You know God says in the book of Deuteronomy chapter 8. He said I made you. Verse 3. He said I made you to be hungry. Because. I wanted you to know. And to understand. That people do not live. By what goes into their bellies only. But by what I have said. Oh praise God. Think about that. Bless God. Christianity is the strong man's way to God. Are you feeling defeated? Don't sit there. Don't pack your bags yet. There's somewhere. That you gotta be. Keep going forward. Demons will present barriers. People will present barriers. The economy will present barriers. The color of your skin will present barriers. Your nationality will present barriers. Your background will present barriers. The way you think will present barriers. The way you speak will present barriers. Your temperament will present barriers. But the Lord is with you. And if you keep building on that solid rock, if you keep acting on the words of Christ Jesus our Lord, you'll get there. Oh, I tell you, you'll get there. You will say like Paul, oh, praise Jesus, hallelujah. You will say like Paul, I have run the race. You know, the barrier to running is that there are other people trying. To beat you to the goal. Is it that I have fought the good fight? 
Well, it means that there is someone to box. Something to box. He said, I don't throw my air. My hands in the air like I'm boxing the wind. That's what Paul says. You're not boxing the wind. You are boxing the barriers. You are winning. You got to win. But you got to build your mind up in wisdom. I know that God is with you. Let the presence of Jehovah. Let the presence of the victorious one. Rest upon you in the name of Jesus. That health barrier, that physical barrier you're experiencing, let the presence of God rest upon you in the name of Jesus. Let the Lord strengthen you through this moment. This moment where you feel alone, it's one of the barriers. You'll be alone. Jesus said to his disciples, he said it will come to pass that you will leave me alone. But I am never alone. Jesus himself said it. He said it more than once. He said on the cross, Lie, lie, lamasa, back to me. Lord, Lord, why have you left me alone? There would be those moments. It's part of growing. It's, it's, it's part of the level. When you get to that level, there's a level called the level of loneliness. You will feel alone. But you got to understand. Let the presence of God bring healing to your soul right now. Bring wholeness to you. Receive the power of Jesus. In the name of Jesus Christ. Receive the presence of God. Be strengthened in the name of Jesus Christ. You will grow like a fountain that never keeps flowing. You will go forward. In Jesus name I pray. Amen. I hope you've enjoyed this episode that I have shared with you today. And, uh, well, I just know that God is with you. And I know that God has great plans for your life. So, today, I encourage you. I encourage you to move forward. And um, hopefully in the next episode, I will tell you God's recipe for growing. And I know that you'll be blessed. God bless you. Please, why not follow? Why not share? Why not talk about it? And why not ask questions if you have? And tell me if you have a need for prayers. Follow us right here. Share on a pod, share the podcast. Download it. Give it to others. Tell others about it. Someone needs this word. And you know that. Until next time, this is Teasel Podcast. God bless you.